0: Helping people with hallucinations on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. I'm honored this week to be joined on the podcast by Dr. George Sanders, an ACBC certified member and a medical doctor in Southern California. And we're talking about this issue of hallucinations and how to think of them from a Christian and a biblical perspective. Dr. Sanders, we are really glad that you're here and serving us in this way. And I want to begin by just asking you what is a hallucination? Well, good morning. It's nice to be here.
1: Hallucination, Heath, is very simply sensations that seem to be real, but that are created in the mind. Mm. Uh, For an example, you're hearing. You might hear voices, or you might see things that are not real. You might even smell or taste things that aren't real, or you may feel things crawling on your skin, but when you look down, there's nothing there. And hallucinations can be caused by a variety of things. First of all, most people who have hallucinations are uh, without any type of disease, about 10% of of all of us have hallucinations at some point in our lives. There are, of course, medical reasons for hallucinations. If you have Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, you may have hallucinations. Uh, If you have a seizure disorder uh, or if you're withdrawing from alcohol, you may have hallucinations. Certainly all of us think of uh, LSD and certain types of mushrooms as producing hallucinations. And mental illness, whether it be schizophrenia or bipolar disorder, they say that up to 80% of schizophrenics have auditory, that is, uh, auditory hallucinations. They hear voices or visual hallucinations. So those are the categories uh,
0: into which people would fall who have hallucinations. Okay, so hearing that description, I'm talking to people all over the country, all over the world, and they would point to a problem like that a hallucination, a potentially very serious problem. And they would say it's it's exactly this kind of problem that makes biblical counseling dangerous, because the Bible just can't understand these kinds of really serious problems. And if you come at people like that with the Bible, you're going to make things worse. So let's talk about hallucinations and the Bible. What does Scripture have to say to help us understand this phenomenon? Well, if you look in in the Bible, and and I've done that in my my particular
1: translation, nowhere is the word hallucination mentioned. Uh, There is a a particular translation, though, of Proverbs 23, that I believe it's verse 33, that speaks of the person who drinks a great deal as seeing things that are not real. Mm -hmm. So that is probably... referring to someone who has a problem with alcoholism and they are seeing things which we know of course is indeed true. Uh, Some people would say well you know whenever whenever, uh, the uh, 12 disciples saw Jesus appear to them that was a hallucination. Well we know of course that is not true because Jesus was seen by 12 people at the same time on that occasion, and you don't have hallucinations in people's minds going on simultaneously, Uh, and he was also seen by uh, people, a large number of people uh, in Galilee. So that, of course, is not the case. Other people would point to Saul when Saul was on the Damascus Road, and uh, and, uh, there was the bright light, uh, but that wasn't a hallucination because Christ did appear to Paul at that time. Mm so, again, we don't see hallucinations in Scripture, but that doesn't mean that Scripture doesn't have something to say about how you care for someone with hallucinations.
0: Okay, so let's let's turn the corner then and talk about how can we understand the Scriptures to draw near to somebody who's experiencing this problem. Well, the type of person who's going to come to you as a counselor with
1: hallucinations is someone who's having problems with hallucinations. It's not just a, a pretty light that's shining or something of that type, it's something Uh, significant. These tend to be auditory hallucinations, the types of things where you're hearing voices that are telling you to hurt yourself or hurt someone else uh, that are derogatory, uh, that are perhaps even screaming at you. And these types of hallucinations are seen in people who are suffering from conditions like schizophrenia or bipolar disorder. Uh, So they would come to you with hallucinations. Now, many of these people are our own drugs already. And the drugs are effective in many cases in reducing in reducing the hallucinations, but they don't always eliminate them. Uh, so again, we always would want to point people to scripture. Uh, you would say, okay, well, let's, let's think about the character of God. God is a good God. Uh, let's talk about the fact where, where you are in Christ. That is your relationship as a believer. You are in Christ. Let's also talk about the types of things that Scripture tells us so that we are to do. We are to love our neighbor as ourselves. So if someone were to say to you, I think the FBI is following me, I point out, okay, well, why, why are we concerned about this? Because Psalm 23 points out that the Lord is your shepherd. He's going to care for you not only on this earth, but in eternity future. Uh, or if the person says, you know, these voices are telling me that I should go and kill this person, we point out, well, listen, as a believer, we know that we are to be obedient to the things of God, to God's law, and we know that we are to love our neighbors as ourselves. So even though hallucinations and schizophrenia and these things uh, may, may have a, a significant medical component, just like every other medical illness, there is a place for biblical counseling. Because these are people, these are hurting people, people in need, and Scripture has something to say to everyone in a situation like that.
0: So my father-in-law, who had Parkinson's disease for 27 years, he has he's in heaven now. He, he died just within the last eight months, uh, but was a dear and a precious and a godly man, and his body was just ravaged by the disease of Parkinson's. And throughout uh, the last six or seven years, and actually the last 10 years of his life, as they were moving his medication around and tweaking it to try to keep him mobile, he would experience hallucinations. And I can remember when our son was born, our first son, and he and his wife came to our home to be with us to just help us get adjusted to life with this new baby. And they had just changed his medication and he was having hallucinations. And it was really, it was really serious. He was, he came to me, he got on his knees, the man did, and in tears, he was telling me that he was seeing gunmen. Through the window, walking around outside, and he said, "Heath, please get Lauren and Carson out of here." And here is this man who loves his daughter, loves his grandson, and is desperate that his son-in-law protect these people. And you know, I just got down on the floor with him, and I just told him, "Tony, I love you. I'm telling you, there's nothing out there. If there, I want to do what I can to protect Lauren and Carson. And if if there was something out there, I would do it. And that's just not the truth." We talked about Philippians four eight and thinking on what's right. true, mm-hmm. and he, he you you could trust me. You know I'm, I wouldn't tell you something that's not so. And you can trust the Lord even more than me. He's going to protect us. And what happened over the years? First of all, they were trying to tweak his medication too. But I can remember a couple of years later, he he came into the living room and he said, "He, did you just bug your eyes out at me?" And I said, no, I didn't. He said, okay, I didn't think so. I'm just trying to think on what's true. And I just thought, that is a powerful illustration of the Spirit of God overcoming even very powerful medications in this man's body. And and isn't it so that a believer can think on what's true and obey the Lord with the Spirit's help, uh, even when there are these powerful physical forces working against us?
1: Absolutely, Heath. You know, the thing with Parkinson's disease is, as opposed to schizophrenia, where the hallucinations are a part of the actual illness. With Parkinson's disease, it's almost always the medications mm-hmm. themselves. So generally with better management of the medication, you can eliminate the hallucinations. But that doesn't mean that the person isn't suffering from them. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly right. What what they have is an alternate reality in mm-hmm. their mind. And if if they are hearing those voices and if they are giving way to them, they're choosing to believe something that's false. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reality is God's reality, and you yeah. need to point them to that. Uh, whatever Philippians 4, 8, whatever is true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, if there's anything vir- uh, virtue, virtuous, anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Yeah. Uh, and we're called upon consistently in Scripture to put off and put on. And we are new creatures in Christ. We are, our minds are renewed. We can put on the mind of Christ. So we would encourage a person in the uh, grace, graces that the Lord has provided to us, prayer, reading of Scripture, meditation on Scripture, uh, and, again, a a vibrant relationship with the Lord will go
0: a long way
1: toward minimizing the disruptive influence of these hallucinations.
0: You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. If you'd like more information about our ministry, then you can visit us at biblicalcounseling.com.